ready? Yes. All right. Shalom, everybody. Erev Tov. Are you guys ready? Hello. I need everybody paying attention, everybody with their notes. When Drea comes in with her late self, could you give her some notes? And she's not here. Right? She's fucking you better she's not, not here. You better not say I said that. Okay. So, uh, if you're at home and you don't have these notes, you need these notes. What these notes tell you is that um, the confirmation that 2021 is the rapture year and that it is the end of time and that it is, um, it is 100% on point. Um, this is the year, and I mean 2021, it is not 2022, I mean before April 2nd, and we are in the month of Tevet, and we have early spring, whatever day the Lord wants to do it before 2021 ends is absolutely beautiful with me, but he gave me this Bible study, um, well, I'm going to tell you the truth. I started this Bible study in 2017. And so in 2017, I started this Bible study. And uh, then I kind of abandoned it. But I did the whole Bible study. And you know what I'm going to do, Pastor Dan, right now? What's that? Before I get started? I'm going to have you come up and tell the oh, people. yes. Thank you, Pastor uh, Sandy. About that. And then I'm going to pray in. Thank you. Don't look Amen. So I just wanted to make sure that we thank all the people that subscribe to our secondary YouTube channel on Sunday and made it possible for us to have live service on YouTube. We still have it on Instagram, we have it on Facebook, and we have it on Vimeo, but we, the majority of the people are on YouTube, and because uh, all the members, everybody in the house Sunday was, was contacting somebody so we can get enough subscribers, and we got 160 new subscribers Sunday, which allowed us to have a thousand total, which allowed us to go to YouTube. So thank you very, very, very much. Thank you, Pastor. Thanks. Thanks. All right. <sighs> okay. Um, come on up, Emerson. You knew I was going to call you. He was giving me that look like, <laughs> don't say my name, don't say my name. <laughs> Come pray me in. <laughs> Put your life in Right here, right here. Amen. We got you, brother. Okay, pray us in. Our dear Heavenly Father, Lord and Savior, Almighty God, we're so grateful and thankful for this time gather together and that we can learn from your words through Pastor Sandy. May you continuously anoint him. And so for all of us here and all the viewers to fully be blessed with this message. We to you this night. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I don't know if I want to show you as for C Mass or Pastor Okay, but I have to show this before I get started. See this t shirt? What does it say? Oh, 
Blood was shed. Blood was shed so you could have life. This is my new uh, witness t-shirt. It's beautiful. The Raptor one, Raptor loading t-shirt. Now that's a good witness thing because people want to know what it is. Where'd you get that from, Sam? Huh? Where'd you get that from? Um, I don't know. Give, give me the, the thing where I got it from. Where? Is that bread? Yeah, this is yeah, from bread. What's it called? It's uh. Come up here, Brett. <laughs> What's this called? What's the, that does all these t-shirts? So I have a I have a shop um, both on Gearbubble and on Etsy.com. Uh -huh. uh, if you just search uh, Jesus for Christ, um, but you can also find the link to uh, our YouTube channel on our Q QR code. The QR code, yeah, that too. Um, yeah. So any of the video that you're watching even right now, uh, there should be a link. And you see that one? This is for Brandon. I brought it to yeah, That's beautiful. I love that. I can Raptors. give it to Odie. Raptors loading. Yeah. And it's getting close. My daughter loves that. And yeah. I am here tonight to confirm that there are no more uh, extended breaks. This is extended 2021. Breaks. Is it. Amen. Okay? It is it. And that means before April 2nd. And I'm hoping spring or even the Esther. Wedding date would be fine, but I am ready to get out of here. Praise God. Um, and then this guy, W. Philip Keller. Do you know who sent me these books? You guys read this before? Huh? You you like this? What is what is it what what, what is it about? Huh? He was the author. Okay, so he. Well, someone sent me. Uh, a, a nice little stack of these, so I'll share them with you guys. And it's called A Shepherd A Shepherd Looks at the Psalms 23. Yes, that's an awesome book. Is it an awesome book? Well, anyway, I got a stack of them, so I'm going to read it for the first time. I never read it before. I didn't even know who it was. Okay. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you for praying me in. And um, we are going to get started here. I want us to um, uh, really pay attention tonight and really look at your notes tonight, okay? I'm going to explain something to you that is phenomenal that God put in the scriptures. And it, it blew my mind from the very first time that I, I found this information. And then I started trying to follow the information to see if I could see other prophecies in the future. But I see you could you could go backwards and see when World War One started. You can see, uh, and this is all in Deuteronomy. You can see when World War One started. You can see when uh, the miracle happened in 1917. You can see the Holocaust in Deuteronomy. Um, then you can see. Uh, the formation of the nation of Israel mm -hmm. and um, and and um, the announcement that they're going to be back in the land. All in Deuteronomy, but it's not just in Deuteronomy. It's in, they're situated perfectly to be that particular year, okay? So let me give you some information. Uh, if you, I need you here, Pastor Ben, so you can... Uh, so you can show the, these uh, pictures, okay? Oh, um, yeah. Could you show the front, the, the, the front part of this? It says, 
the prophetic message in the Jewish New Year 5782. Now, I thank Carol. Uh, she's a, a, a friend and member of our, of our church um, online. And she was watching this video. And this was the message that was being spoken by a very famous uh, pastor, which I will not mention his name. Um, I think uh, that that whole ministry has lost its way. They're more about money than they are about anything, okay? So what, what he did was, like imagine I do um, a commercial about how to heal, how to be healed from a sickness. And I got you all interested in the first part, <laughs> and then at the middle of it I say, and to get the rest of this message, it's going to cost you 150 bucks. That is what this pastor did with this message. Okay? This is a very important message. I don't even know if he knew, if he knows the extent of how important this message is. And I don't even know if he preaches pre-trip rapture. I don't even know. I don't I have no idea where his head is right now. But I know it's a very money-driven um, ministry because I remember I just emailed him something and um, from that I got bombarded with um, can you give for this can you give for that can you do you have a you know uh, would you like to buy a this and you and I'm like I just asked the question I didn't but so this is what this pastor did you can go online and you can actually watch this and he's only going to give you the first half then it's going to cut and it's going to go to a commercial and when he comes back he's going to tell you how to spend 150 dollars to get the rest of the message okay now what i'm going to do is i'm going to give you the message for free <laughs> and i'm going to give it to you better than what he did or what he could have done because he doesn't even know the extent of where he was headed with this because yeah. he doesn't know about psalms 121 or the lament that's in psalms 121 all he knows is that he had the first half of something that i preached in 2017 i was like wow i thought i was the only one really kind of knew about that but i'm like i preached this in 2017 and he's preaching i was like okay where's this headed but it cut off right in the middle and then you wanted to know the rest yeah. pay 150 bucks well 90 bucks for one thing and 55 bucks for the other thing or 95 bucks for one thing 55. so the, the, the it was called the prophetic message in the year 5782. What year is it right now in Israel? 5782. 5782. So 2021 is 5782. This guy has a prophetic message for the year 2021. Okay? Now, I didn't listen to the rest because I know there's a lot of pastors that are really stuck on uh, there's going to be a great they have no idea what they're talking about. And, and but I, like I told you if, you, if you turn ministry into finance and it controls your life, now you have to figure out how to get out of that trap. You understand? 
I'm going to say something, um, and it's going to take away from some of my time, but I think it was a beautiful example of a pastor. There was a guy who worked on Wall Street, a very successful guy who worked on Wall Street. And the Lord told him to quit Wall Street and go pastor this church in Texas. When he got there to the church, it was a nice church, good-sized people. Most of the people lived in apartments and were not very wealthy. And so him being on Wall Street, he wanted the people to understand the importance of being homeowners and taking care of their finances. So all the money that came into the church, he didn't buy a new Rolls Royce. He, they started making sure that every member had a down payment to get a home. And he started getting them positioned uh, credit-wise to be able to buy homes. As soon as their credit was right, he gave the money to make sure that they would. And so by the, by the third or fourth year of him being a pastor, and they did a special on him on, I think, one of the, the, the news networks. By the third or fourth year, their, their church went from like 10% homeowners to like 95% homeowners in the church. So, so he didn't use the people to, to make himself rich. He used his knowledge and the, and, and the funds that were coming into the church to help the people. And this is what I'm saying, you know, as a pastor, we can do better. Yeah. This is not about using God's people for finances. And I, I was, it just kind of hurt my feelings. That here's a message that is so important, and you shut it off to to uh, get 150 bucks out of people. Okay, so anyway, the message here's the message, and this is how it should have ended. But I'm going to give you the beginning of it uh, first. Okay, 5782 is 2021. Understand that. When did it become 5782? September 6, 2021, um, uh, we are embarking on the year 5782 on the Jewish calendar. The new year starts the evening, the Monday, uh, September 6, um, on the first of Tishri. So Israel starts their new year in September. Is that according to scripture? No. It's according to a civil calendar. It is not according to the agricultural calendar. And God says a year starts in Israel, Nisan first. Okay? So, um, so every September, the year changes in, in the nation of Israel. So it is now 5782. Um, the... Of course, we know the Gregorian, the Pope Gregory calendar started 2022, January, right? Mm -hmm. Which we know it's not 2022 because God's new year starts Nisan 1st, which is April 2nd, right? So it's 5782. The message was, this is a prophetic year and there's something important for you to know about this year. Okay? Chapter now. The Torah. The Torah um, is the first five books of the Bible. Okay? You notice how we have five books from the Old Testament that starts the Old Testament. And how many books do we have to start the New Testament? 
five, four Gospels and the book of Acts. So it's the same thing. So these five books in the book of in the in the Torah, they are they are numbered perfectly because God knows exactly how many verses he's going to use in each book. Because God is not, like I told you, um, he's measuring time. And so in the, in the book of Genesis, there are 1,533 verses. In the book of Exodus, there are 1,213 verses. In the book of Leviticus, there are 859 verses. You guys see that on your notes? In the book of Numbers, there's 1,288 verses. And in the book of Deuteronomy, there is 959 verses. Altogether, we got 5,852 verses. Okay? Now, go to your next page. I want to show you where, go down to where it says number one, Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse five. In the book of Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse five is the 5,708th verse of the Torah, okay? It's the 5,708th verse of the Torah, which equals out to the year in Hebrew the 5,708th year. The 5,708th year on our calendar is 1984. Okay? So go to, um, go to uh, Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 5, and let's read what it says. It says, He will bring you to the land that belong to your fathers, and you will take possession of it. He will make you more prosperous and more numerous than your fathers. So he's telling them, in the year 5708, in the 57, 5708 verse of the Torah, in the year 5708, you're going to take possession of the, of the, uh, of the land that your fathers once had. So God is giving you the exact year that Israel is going to be rebirth, rebirthed back onto the planet in the five the five thousand seven hundred and eighth verse, which is the five thousand seven hundred and eighth year on the Hebrew calendar. Okay. So now, if God did this only once. Then we can say it's just an anomaly. This is what God wanted us to know. We can leave the rest alone. Okay? But I became curious in 2017, and I wanted to know if it's documented what happened in 1967. Is that also in here? And is, is what, doc, what, what happened in the Holocaust? Is that also under the Deuteronomy? So I wanted to do a complete study on Deuteronomy to see if it was giving us a year-by-year -year prophecy of what's going to happen in that year. Now, I, I need us to stop, and I need us to go back to Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 22. Let's go there, because I'm going to read this, and then we're going to look at it at the top of this page. <clears throat> 
so that we understand what's going on, okay? Now, the first thing I need you to know, um, let, me, let me read it first, okay? It says, it says, your children, God is speaking to Abraham, I mean to, to Moses, your children who follow you in the Chador Akaron, in the last generation. Now, he's using this, this the, the Hebrew language to let you know this is something that's going to happen in the last generation, okay? So he says, the children who follow you in the last, in the, in the, uh, in the Lador the last generation, here it says the later generation, and the foreigners who come from the distant land will see the calamity that has fallen on the land and the disease which, which the Lord has afflicted it. The whole land will be a burning waste of salt and sulfur. Nothing planted, nothing sprouting, no vegetation growing on it. It will be like the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah or Adma and Zeboim, which the Lord overthrew in his fierce anger. So now, he's telling them that in the latter days, people are going to come to the, in the, in the, in the last generation, people are going to come to the land, and they're going to see it and go, this place is desolate. There's no vegetation here. It's just a wasteland, right? Because remember, when God kicked them out, he caused it not to rain there yep. for hundreds of years. <laughs> okay? So it is a desert wasteland when they get back. Okay? Now, I need you to know, when he says this to them, the land is going to be this way, they haven't even crossed over into the promised land yet. You understand? So God is prophesying to them about the last days and about what's going to be going on in the land that they lived in, and they haven't even moved to the land yet. But this is all prophecy. God is telling you, this is, what's, this is how it's going to look in the last days. This is what it's going to be like in the last days. And so he's, he's telling them that the land is going to be desolate when you get, when you get back to it. Okay? Um, let's go back to Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 5. The 57, the 5,708th verse, or the year 5,708, or the year 1948. It says, He will bring you to the land that belonged to your fathers, and you will take possession of it. He will make you more prosperous and numerous than your fathers. So they can't just go back to the land in 5708. They have to take possession of it. Okay? So did they take possession of the land in 5708? Yes. 1948? Yes. So that means God knows both calendars. Because he knows this is going to be 1948. <coughs> okay? I became curious. I said, 19 years later... They fought the Six-Day War and won back Jerusalem and some other land in that Six-Day War. I wonder 
if I count 19 verses forward, would that be documented? So I did. In Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 4, 1967, it was the year 5727. It says this, the Lord will do to them what he did to Sion and Og, the king of the Amorites, whom he destroyed with their land. You hear that? Okay, so now, I got to explain to you Sion and Og. Let me look at this. Okay. Okay, here it is. Now watch this. Go down to number three on your on your notes. Because I'm okay. So when the six-day war happened, of course the, the war lasts for six days, and God destroys and God destroys the enemy, right? And then not only do they take back Jerusalem, they take the Golden Heights, the West Bank, East Jerusalem, and Gaza. You know who used to be the rulers in those areas? The king of Sion and, and, and Og, the king of the Amorites. Ooh. It's the exact same area that they took back when Moses, when God fought a war for Moses and overthrew them, they took back the area of Sion and Og, which is today the Golden Heights, the West Bank, east of, east of the Jordan. And so God says, in the, in, the, in the 5727, which is 1967, he's not only telling them that they're going to win a war, he's telling them the exact land you took back before, you're going to take it back again in 1967. Wow. So God counted 19 years ahead to make sure that not only was 5708 1948, but 5727 is 1967, so that he can prophesy both years in the book of Deuteronomy. So now, I start saying, well, let's see if the rest of it's in here, okay? So, I went to uh, Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 9. Let's go there. And he gave this, but I wish he hadn't, but he did. So, um, but this has already been done in 2000, 2017. Um, what page are you on, Well, I'm still on page 2, but we're on number 2, okay? Okay. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 9. Is the 57, 5,000 is the year 5,712 on the Jewish calendar. It is the 5,712th verse of the Torah. Okay? Now, I want us to read it first, and then we're going to go look at it. Okay? You're in Deuteronomy chapter 30? Let's read verse 9. It says, The Lord your God will make you most prosperous in, in all the work of your hands and the fruit of your womb and the, and the young of your livestock 
and the crops of the land. The Lord will again delight in you and make you prosperous just as he delighted in your fathers. So God is promising them when they return to the land, he's going to make them prosperous with livestock, crops, and he's going to make the land grow. Okay? Because remember, it's desolate when they get here. But in 1952, he said, oh, well, uh, Ben-Gurion was a farmer. He may have been, but he was not the one that did it. This is the, the study that I did. It says, um, in this it says, his name in, 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 in Canada was Sid Applebaum. But later he became Abraham Avihai. And uh, he was born in Toronto, Canada, uh, January 23rd, 1931, Yiddish-speaking, traditional Zionist family. He moved to Israel together with his wife in 1952. Initially, uh, he lived and worked as a farmer and construction laborer on the kibbutz called Kafar Daron. So, if you, you know anything about the kibbutz, in Israel, that's where all the, the vegetation and the farming comes from, all of the kibbutz, you know? So, um, I got a quote, Rakigiya Mira Kibbutz, right? The vegetables just arrived from the kibbutz today, right? So, this guy, in 1952, the exact year that God says, I'm going to make the vegetation and everything grow, he comes back to Israel and starts this project. And, the, and from there, the vegetation and everything. But God put it in there, so you know what happened, is this is gonna start in 1952, okay? Let's do one more. Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 23. Let's go there. And this will be for the year 1984. And this will be the, for the scripture 57:46. Okay. Are you in verse 31 and verse in chapter 31 verse 23? Okay, this is what it says. The Lord gave uh, his command to Joshua, the son of Nun, be strong and courageous, okay? Uh, for you will bring the Israelites into the land I promised them on an oath, and I myself will be with you. So God promises there, you're going to bring the Israels, the Israelites, into the land. Okay? Now, they get back, but there's not very many Jews that are there, except those who lived in what it was called Palestine. In 1984, they had a thing called Operation Moses, which they went to Ethiopia and airlifted many Ethiopian Jews back to Israel. Then, after that, they started going to Russia and airlifting Russian Jews back to Israel. So, the, the migration back to Israel started in the exact same year that God put in the scriptures. The, the uh, 57, um, uh, 46 year, or 1984, was the year Operation Moses started and the year they started coming back into the land. So God is marking every year. Now, I went further than this, okay? Because I'm going to tell you 
If you go to the next page, this is these are the, some of the things that I found. If you go to page three. In Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 36, to Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 1 and 2, is the year 5699 through 5706, which is the Holocaust. I don't want to take up all the time today, but if you read each one of those scriptures, the beginning of it is bad trouble for the Jews. Bad trouble for the Jews. When, did the, when was the Holocaust over? 1945. So when you get to the 5705 verse of that, it's going to speak of good things concerning the Jews. And I'm going to read it. Um, it is the verse 2. Okay? So if you go back six verses before this, they'll all be bad about what God's doing out of his anger, punishing Israel. Then when you get to verse 2, it says, um, I am now, no, no, it said that here. Yeah, 29 to 36, 30, oh, 30, verse 1 and 2, yeah, to 30, verse 1 and 2, okay? And it says, and when you and your children return to the land your God and obey him with all your heart, and with all your soul, according to everything I commanded you. Now, if you read the six verses before that, is God's angry with you. This is why you're going through suffering. So you get the Holocaust, and then in the, the 1945 year, you get <coughs> the, the, the peace that now you're going to be forgiven. Okay? Now, I looked at that, and then I said, well, let me go back and see if... Um, uh, World War I is there. World War I is not there, but there's a promise in 2868 that promises that Israel is about to go back into bondage. And they are, in, but in Germany this time. Mm -hmm. Okay? Then, in 29, uh, 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 verse 3, um, Yeah, 29 verse 3, it, I, I put 2017, it's actually 1917. It talks about the Belfar Accord and um, the miracle that was done mm -hmm. on that year. So if you read uh, chapter 29 verse 3, it stands for the year 1917, not 2017. Sorry, I put that there. But they're talking about the miracle that was done. and the, So all of the scriptures are giving you a year by year of what's going to happen in that year. Okay? Now, let me tell you why I abandoned the, 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 the study. I abandoned it because I went to 2017, because it was 2017, to see if the rapture's going to be there, right? It talked about some of the destruction of men and children and the war that's coming and all of this, but it didn't talk about that. So immediately, I said, okay, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound like the rapture or the or it. So I said, I'm going to stop doing this because I don't want to torture the data. You know what it means to torture the data? Like you have the Bible and you wanted to you want to make it say what you wanted to say. So you torture it. You slap it around a little bit. You kick it 
and you, and you know, and then you say, you're going to tell me when the rapture is. And the scripture's like, it doesn't see it here. And you're like, you're going to tell me. And then, so I felt like I'm torturing the data, right? So I'm like, okay, let me leave this alone. I'm trying to pull the rapture out of something, and it's not there, okay? So I abandoned it. <laughs> then when Carol sent me this, I said, oh, I got to go back to that study because now I got to see in 2020 and 2021, what does Deuteronomy say for 2020 and 2021? So are you there? I'm going to need you to show this passage. Okay, what page are you on? I'm on page three. In 2020, which is the 5781, the year 5781, this is what it says. For they are a nation void of counsel, neither is there any understanding in them. Now, it doesn't say nation. It says going, which means he's talking about one nation. He's talking about one nation. Goim is nations, and I am on him, the Hebrew word is plural. It says going. One nation, he says, it says, it says there are, they are, um, um, they're a nation void of counsel, neither is there understanding in them. So I asked the Lord, what nation? And he says, that nation is the nation you're living in. He said it's the same nation that was struck in on the ninth of Av in the tower. And the same nation that lightning hit somewhere else in on the ninth of Av, right? Yeah. God's saying the nation I'm talking to you in 2020 got struck by lightning and they are void of counsel and they have no understanding. Okay? So then I said, well, 2021 is supposed to be the rapture. Let me look at that. This is what it says. For It says, uh, it says uh, go down to where it says 2021, the year 5782. That's, which is also lines up with Psalm 121. It says, on, it says oh, that they were wise. That they, that they understood this, that they would consider the Lador Ha'akaron. That they would consider that this is the end. In 2021, in the verse that is for 5782, um, in 2021, it says, um, it says, oh, that they were wise and that they understood this, they would consider that is their end. It is the time of the end. So the, 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 the foolish nation has no wisdom, and he says if they did, they would realize this is the end in 2021. Wow. Now, to read it in English, it just says, it just says, oh, that they were wise, and that they understood this, that they would consider the latter end. Let me read, let me tell you what it says in Hebrew. Okay, so it says, Lo hachamu, which means, uh, 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 if they were wise, okay, 
And then, it's, then it says, ye shikoru, and it says, zot ye banu, and then it loses the last word, which begins with what, what Hebrew letter? Lamed. So now that letter becomes what? A verb. So that, so the end, it's not just saying they were considered that this is the end. He said, consider that this is the time of action of the end. You understand? Uh, the lamed in Mala and Lama Alot is this is the time of ascension. This is the action. Remember, the lamed is a infinitive verb only added when something is going to be an action. So he's not just saying, if only they knew that this was the end, but no, only if he knew that this is the action of the end. This is the time of the end that is going to happen. Then it's, so, and it, and it starts off with the lament, the same as it does for Psalms 121. 15 songs, how many of them have a lament in it? One. Okay? What is the lament? It is the shepherd's staff. What is the shepherd doing with the staff? He's leading the sheep out. But he doesn't lead us out. Lamed means lamala, which means up. He leads us out, but he's leading us up because lamed goes above. You understand? Yes. So now the language is telling us more than the English is going to tell us. Okay? Go over to the next page. You'll see more. Page four? Yeah, yeah, go over to page four, because I, I, I put down the Hebrew parsing so that you could see that the lamed was added to the word akarot, akarotim, which means the end. This is the end, okay? The lamed in front of it says this is the, when the action begins. Otim means this is the, it's, it's the ends, okay? This is the endings that is, that is happening now, okay? So God put the end in the year 2021, 5782. You don't have to go and pay for this. <laughs> this is what the prophecy is all about. It is God confirming Psalms 121. It is God confirming that 2028 is still going to be the end of the 80 years because 2028 is the end of the tribulation. Now, I'm going to teach you guys something after, but I don't want to do it now because I don't want to break it. Okay? Now, if 2021 is that year, then I said, let me read the rest of these to see if they are structured like the tribulation. Because after the, after the end... We know it's not the end. Right. We're not waiting for the return of Christ. We're waiting for the taking away. Which, of course, why he puts the lament in there, because lamala means to go up. And it's an action of the ends, which means that this is a process of the ending. Do you guys get that? Yes. This is the process of the ending. If only they knew. This is le'acharot, team. This is the process, the process of the endings. This is where it starts. Now, in uh, Deuteronomy 30, verse 20, is 
the year 2022. How should one chase a thousand or two put 10,000 to flight except their God had sold them? The Lord had shut them up. So what that scripture is talking about is, is if God didn't allow the enemies to overtake Israel, they wouldn't be able to do it. The only reason that they can do it is because God is giving them over to it. So in 2022, God is allowing them to be able to attack Israel and allowing the things to go on in Israel. But he's saying, if he says, um, how should one chase a thousand or two chase 10,000 to flight except the rock? Who's the rock? Christ Jesus. Zor. That is, that is 296, three times 296, 888. That is Jesus. If Jesus didn't give them over to you, you wouldn't be able to chase them with, with one for 10,000. But God is giving them over to you in 2022. Okay? In Deuteronomy 32, verse 31, is the year 2023. For their rock, do you see how their rock is spelled? You're talking about their tiny little rock, because they got a God too. Understand? They got it. But their rock is not as our rock. Our rock is who? Jesus. Okay? It says, even our enemies themselves being judged. Okay? So God is going to judge them and their little rock. Okay? Now, Deuteronomy 32, verse 32, the year 2024. For their vine is the vine of Solomon. We're getting toward the middle of the tribulation. Of the field of Gomorrah. Their grapes are the grapes of gall and the cluster of are bitter. Talking about the enemy. 2025. Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 33. Their wine is the poison of dragons. Mm. And cruel venom of asps. What is that? A-S-P-S. Tell me a farmer and you should know that. I don't know. But anyway, I'm going to look at that word. But it says, is, is that what, what comes from a snake? The poison that comes from a snake? Okay. So their wine is the poison of dragons and, and their cruel venom of, 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 of asp or whatever that, how you say that word. So that's 2025. Now in 32 verse 34 is the year 2026. Is not um, this laid up in store with me, sealed up among my treasure? Is not this laid up in store with me, sealed up among my treasures? I want to comment on that, but I didn't do the full study on that, so I'm not going to. <coughs> Let's go. Huh? Okay. So let's go to the next one. Um, oh, see, I didn't even finish reading that scripture. Because the rest of the scripture is on the other page. Oh, no, here it is. 2027, check this out. Chapter 32, verse 35 is 2027. Watch this. Um, to me belongs vengeance. We're getting close to his return, right? 
to me belongs vengeance and recompense. Their foot shall slide in due time, for the day of their calamity is at hand, and the things that shall come upon them make haste, which are going to come speedily. So now he says, I'm coming back to Genesis. 2028, this is the year we wanted to know about, right? Because this is when we return. It says, for the Lord shall judge his people and repent himself for his servants. What did he just say? They would be judged, but on the account of the patriarchs, God is returning to do what? Forgive them. You understand? So because of his servants, God is repenting of his wrath and he's about to forgive them and come back and rescue them. Okay? Um, he repents himself for his servants. When he sees uh, that their power is gone, because they're going to cry out, right? And ask for the Lord to come back. And then he says he's going to come back and he's going to forgive them. And he says, and there is none, there is none shut up or left. Okay? So he's going to rescue them all. Now, let's see what, what he says in 2029. This is interesting. He shall say, where are their gods? Who will say? Jesus is going to say. Jesus is going to say, where is their little rock? Where is their gods? Their rock in whom they trusted. When he comes back and he rescues and destroys them. So listen, the tribulation, the tribulation is now being told seven years after the scripture that gives you the year 2021. Ooh. Okay. I want you to consider this as we're as we're as we're winding this up. For 2021 to be the year after a worldwide judgment like the flood, and for us to go into 2021 and know that they didn't come off the boat till 2021, and for 2021 being uh, um, Psalm chapter 121, being 2021, is the only song that has the lament, which means lamata, the, the action of going up, okay? Then, by chance, as we say, 5708 is 1948. When you count all the years forward to 2021, it says this is the year of the end. This is the year of the action that begins the endings. This is the end. Okay? So, <clears throat> I'm on the couch the other day and I'm crying. I'm like, Lord, okay, I'm confirmed. Let's go. Let's get out of here. Whenever, I don't know if it's going to be this month, because this is a month that Esther was married, or if it's going to be in the spring, or whatever, but I know it's going to be in 2021, yes. which I know, because I'm not on Gregory's calendar, and I'm not on Israel's calendar, I'm on God's calendar, yes. which says the year doesn't begin until Nisan. So I know I'm still in 2021, so April 2nd. And I know that God has given me this message today to tell you I have confirmed it to you twice 
and more than twice because I said it will be 70 or 80 and all you have to do is go backwards from 2028 to 2021. And then now I gave you Lamed in, in, in Psalms 21, which is the only one of the, of the ascending Psalms that has a Lamed. Then I put a Lamed in, in the year 2021 in Deuteronomy to say that this is going to be the infinitive verb. This is when it starts. And so I'm, I'm telling you, I, I don't, there's no other message. I, 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 I don't want to say, I'm, I don't want to preach the rapture forever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love preaching the gospel. Yes. But this is the assignment. Listen, listen. If this was something, if this was something that I said, I'm going to be a pastor and I'm going to preach end time prophecy, that would be something. But from the very beginning, this is not, this wasn't like we started the church and then we said, let's switch over to preaching end time prophecy. This was before you even get a church, this is what I want you to preach. And it's going to be hard. Okay. And it's been hard because it's been following breadcrumb after breadcrumb, prophecy after prophecy, learning more and more. Then we become international. Then we go viral. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> and so it's not us that's doing this. It's God that's trying to warn the world. Look, when that trumpet blows, the world will be terrified. Yes. It doesn't say the trumpet is going to blow and the people are going to go, oh, I heard a little poof. <laughs> and then my friend disappeared. There was a poof. And then he, no. He said, the scripture in Esther says, the trumpet will, will sound aloud and will terrify the inhabitants of the earth. Yeah. Okay? So when it happens, they're going to know. And when you disappear, you know what they're going to know? Because you told them. Unless you didn't tell them, then, they, then they're going to believe that an alien took you. But if you told them the rapture's coming, they're going to know. You can't stop prophecy from happening. Unbelief has never, it did not stop Israel from 5708 coming back into existence. It did not stop the 19 years later winning back the same land of Golden Heights, West Bank, Gaza, all of these areas were the areas that God and Sayon, the kings of the Amorites, ruled over that they won back then. He says, I'm going to do it again, but he puts it in 1967. So that means God knows what he's doing and he's doing it, showing you. And to put this scripture there and have Carol send me this, because I said, Oh, Carol, I did this message in 2017. I just abandoned it because I didn't want to torture the data. And God says, get back to it and, and finish doing it. And I'm glad I did. Yes. We're going home. Yes. Praise God.
nothing to say about that subject. He said this You know why I don't have anything to say about that subject anymore? Because when they take you, they take everything that you've loaded 